Welcome to Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast, where we hear real stories from real people and we tackle all sorts of fun topics in the areas of business, marketing, entrepreneurship, mindset, the arts, and well, life itself. It's amazing what you'll pick up. Thanks for joining us. Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. It's episode 214, and I have a very, very special treat. We're recording today from the Media Joint Studios in Sydney. I have a very, very special guest, Katie Starr. <laughs> Katie. Hello. Hello. I um, actually thought when you said treat, you meant me, not the studios, <laughs> but look, I'll take it. I love I'll, it. I'll take special guests. I love I it. It's a double header today. Two treats. <laughs> So Katie is one of the founders of the Media Joint, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this fantastic studio soon, but I just want to talk a little bit more about Katie, her story. She's started off very, very young in media in Brisbane. In Brisbane, yeah. Then went to the Gold Coast, did a bit of work in music industry, went to America and has come back now to Sydney and opened up this fantastic new studio with her business partner, Jock. And we're going to chat a bit about that later on as well. But Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you. You made that sound really exciting. Oh, there you go. I do my best. But I'd love to hear your story. Obviously, you started in media very, very young. Very young. So I think my first experience with media was obviously did the whole... TAFE uni side of things but then my first experience in the commercial world was when I was about 19. I worked at Channel 10 helping to produce the kids shows and then after that was at Channel 7 doing some marketing. That was the beginning of my career, my commercial career. Nice. And did you study media? Mm, Yes, I studied a Bachelor of Media and Communications. So yes. So what drew you to media in the first place? I always knew that I wanted to be a producer. I didn't know what type of producing. I thought it was television, hence why I got into the TV stations Uh in Brisbane. But it wasn't until I, oddly enough, made a friend who worked in radio and he said, you should come along one day. You might like it. You might like the producing side of things. And when he told me that I had to be up at 3 a.m., <laughs> I said no. I actually said no to the opportunity to yeah. go into the station and watch him produce. And then he gave me another shot and he's like, look, you should really come in. Like, I think you'll like it. I did. I sat in. Love at first sight. Huh? Love at first sight. Love I it. obviously got up at 3 a.m. It was yeah. still dark. <laughs> and I watched at the time at ARN in Brisbane, nice. um, 97.3 be produced, wow. um, which is a pretty big station usually would rate in the top three most survey ratings and I watched one show and I fell in love with the producers and how they operated and how they ran the show and that's when I knew that that's what I wanted to do and the tech in those days would have been very different to the tech these days huh or is it similar um oh look it's the commercial world, they don't love to spend money uh, on tech. Really? <laughs> so they set up studios and they're designed to survive 20 yep. years. Right. So, yeah. Wow. They were pretty old when I started. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. The studios are probably older than me. <laughs> <laughs> and so what is it really like, you know, doing a breakfast radio show? I've always mm-hmm. been fascinated mm-hmm. by that, I've, you know, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I love watching whether it's a radio station behind the scenes or movies behind the scenes <laughs> or TV behind the scenes. It's always fascinating to me, Mm. but is it as glamorous as it looks or not really? 
glamour at 3 a.m. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. Um, but you just get used to it. You go to bed a bit earlier and you get up earlier. You know? you, yeah, you do. You go to bed at like 8 o'clock and you yeah. wake up at 3. Um, <laughs> dinner at 4. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Senior citizen by the age of 21. Um, but look, I think there's a lot of perks that come with working in the media, like the cool events you get to go to if you can stay up late enough to go to them. Um, And just look, I had met some really cool people in my time, obviously have spoken to more spoken to really cool people in my time, really cool celebrities and that kind of thing. Is it as glamorous? Mm, It is pretty cool. Probably not as hectic as what people would think it would be being live. Not Um, as stressful because I would think it would be really stressful, like deadlines um, and, you know, you got 10 seconds and then there's an earphone, some, say this, and then do that. And it's like, oh my God, what's happening? Well, you're working with professionals. Yeah. Everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone knows their role. Like, don't get me wrong. There's times where something will go wrong and yeah. you've got to make it work in two seconds because yeah. it's a live show that's and you right. just you just have to make it make it work. Yeah. Um, but that's honestly what I love about it. I love the adrenaline. Yeah, I, yeah, I love rush. that aspect of yeah. live. Yeah. It's great. And then yeah. once the show's finished, it's like... Whew. Yeah, wow, and, that was great, and that's guys. the upside. There's no editing afterwards. You don't have yeah, to worry true. about anything. You just walk out and go home, go to sleep. Yeah, go home, mm. go to sleep, that's right. Yeah, start prepping for the next <laughs> show, basically. Love it. So you started off in Brisbane mm-hmm. in a breakfast show, mm-hmm. and then you went to the Gold Coast. Mm. So they poached you, did they? Yeah, they did. Um, so Brisbane was my home, okay. and I loved Brisbane. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, never should have left. Okay. Um, I worked in, in Brisbane, I worked with a team called 4KQ, who was number one. Wow. So I was working with the best in Brisbane radio at the number time. Number one breakfast show in Brisbane. Yeah, in Brisbane. Cool. Um, sometimes the entire station was number one, just depend on the wow. survey ratings. But the people that I worked with there taught me so much. Yeah. One of the talent just recently was inducted into the Australian Radio Hall of oh, Fame. Wow. So like, that's the level of people I was working with and they're yeah. the, the level of people I learned from. Gold Coast, however, was slightly different. (laughs) (laughs) I went from like up here to like kind of down here. Um, And that was sort of, I kind of lost the passion for producing. It's if you don't love what you're doing, getting up at 3am is very hard. So Gold Coast kind of lost it for me for a bit. But in the grand scheme of things, it was probably a good thing because from there I got into marketing and that's right. You went into the music industry. Yes and no. So I was working for a digital marketing company because I was like, I don't know what I want to do next. I'm like, digital marketing feels like a good industry to to learn and to, and to, to get into. So I got into that and I was there during COVID during lockdown. And what a time to be doing. Yeah. Awful time to be working with small businesses. Not, not fun at all. Um, But during that time I actually got a request, like a, an inbox from the CEO of the company. Right. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm getting fired. Like, that's it. I'm like, I'm getting fired. And I was getting ready to like drink my wine every day and be locked in my apartment in Brisbane. Yeah, I was um, going to say, you're getting ready to pack up your desk, yeah, but pretty you're much. at home. Yeah, I was at home. I was like getting ready. I'm like, the day has come. <laughs> the day has come. Um, but it wasn't that. Um, he wanted to do a startup. Oh, wow. And he saw that I was a producer and he thought that a music producer and a radio producer was the same thing. Oh. I went along with it and just said, nodded my head and yeah. said yes, because I was like, I kind of want to know how this man has built a, yeah. a eight-figure, easily, digital marketing company in Brisbane. I'm like, I feel like I could learn something off him. So jumped into doing a startup with him, yeah. a digital marketing business, but for musicians. Right. 
It was interesting. Wow, that's really niche. Very niche. Um, we It was kind of like undecided whether a digital marketing company or like wow. a music label. So yep. it was a bit strange. Very we were cool. working with another agency and another label in Melbourne. So it was fun. And I learned so much from this guy. I said to him, do you know if this is going to work? And he's like, no, nah, I don't know. <laughs> and because he handed me one day, he's like, here's the credit card. Yep. He's like, I want you to spend $50,000 on ads. Oh, wow. And I just looked at him. I was like, are you sure? And did he say, did you know which platform, how to do it? So ads? we're doing it on, on face across Facebook right. and um, across Google ads. Okay. Wow. And I, my goal was to spend $50,000. And I said, I'm like, what if this doesn't work? What if we just waste $50,000? And he said to me, he's like, you don't know until you try. Wow, he always got, had a lot of money. Yeah, he had a, he had a little bit. <laughs> $50,000 is probably just the change he has in, yeah. his, in his Mercedes. Oh um, <laughs> yeah. um, but it was, it was really like awesome to see someone operate like that. Yeah. And he didn't know if it was going to work, but it kind of put into perspective, that's how startups work. You don't know necessarily if yeah. it's going to work. Yeah. You kind of just have to chuck yourself in the deep end and hope for the best. And if all else fails, you learn something. And so that's true. sort of the lesson that I learned from him. So I love that. as much as it kind of was like a, a bit of a, like a low in my career, because I was like, I'm not producing anymore. And this is what I love. It was also a new start to a new passion, which then moved on to be startups. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah. I, I love that. I think it's so true that, you know, nothing is ever wasted. Mm, you know, people no. say, oh, you've spent time doing that. You've wasted five years mm -hmm. doing that. I never say it's wasted because mm -hmm. you can always draw from the experience you had mm -hmm. and what you learned that you can transfer to another industry That's or to it. another role um, or just the understanding of how different industries work. Mm -hmm. Nothing is ever wasted. And even if it's just from a growth point of view, mm -hmm. if you realise that you learned something and you grew in one area, mm -hmm. it just gives you the confidence to grow again in another area. That's it. And because once you do it once, you can do it a hundred times. That's exactly it. And um, I guess from that point onwards, I got the confidence to go out on my own. Nice. And from that experience, I started my own digital marketing company. Right. And it grew a lot faster than I anticipated. And the at at its peak, I was running 50 clients. Oh, my God. Um, and and so I, how long after you were working for the other company I, that you started up your own? So obviously, there's a bit of a period where you have to... Yes. do everything on the down low but yeah. um <laughs> so there was 12 months there where okay. i was not doing this right. um and i worked had a full-time contractor working with nice. me and her and i we ran the business and oh, wow. i ended up just doing front of house stuff and she did all of the the optimizations of the ads Amazing. and well my goal was to be able to travel over to america and still earn money whilst working like for myself basically and i did that oh. Um, so you went to America, mm -hmm. you were still working together with your yep. other employee mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just traveling? Pretty much. I um, spent a good couple of months over in America. I was still fascinated with the media industry yep. and I wanted to get back into it. Okay. Um, so I went over to America and I went to a podcasting conference. Oh, wow. And I, the people I met there were incredible. I made friends with someone who worked at Spotify. And, better than that. and I Heart Radio. Oh my God. And so basically from this one conference, I then traveled to Nashville where I went to I Heart Radio. Oh wow. Which was incredible. Oh, cool. And, and they just invited being, you to come in. Yeah. Invited me in, um, sat me down and let me ask any, any questions I wanted to ask. Oh and it was God. incredible. Nice. And same as Spotify in New York City. So I had the best experience in America and it just 
knowing what the industry was like here in Australia yeah. in terms of podcasting compared to what it was in the States, yeah. I just saw so much opportunity. After I came back from the States, I was like, okay, it's time to knuckle down. I want to start a podcasting company. Very cool. So I started, I partnered with a person on the Gold Coast who had a studio, but it wasn't soundproof. Uh-huh. So I spent the money, invested the money in, into wow. soundproofing and doing everything like that. And it failed. Oh, no. And I think I was a little bit potentially naive with business because I started my first digital marketing business and it was successful. Right. And I didn't have any issues. It yeah. just worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me going in all naive and just thinking that this is going to work too. Yeah. And it didn't. And that was very humbling. Sure. Was <laughs> very it a big, humbling. Was big setup that you put together? Pretty decent, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh so God, all the God. money that I made in the digital marketing, oh, I well, put into well. that. And yeah, that was, yeah, I learned how to spend a lot of money. <laughs> it was like that $50,000 situation again, spend it and fail, basically. Um, well, you learned, you learned something. I learned something. I learned how to spend a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, um, yeah. And I learned some really valuable things out of that. Yeah. But in retrospect... I wouldn't be here right now if that didn't happen. That's right. Um, That's right. I took a bit of time off work and I think I took about eight months off work and just enjoyed my yep. Gold Coast life nice. on the beach. Yeah, beautiful. Did a bit more traveling and then, oddly enough, I went back into radio for a bit, produced again. Okay. Produced through the floods. Yeah. And wow. that was another highlight in my career, just producing when the world feels like it's falling falling apart around you. Yep. Um, the studios that I was producing at were in Milton wow. in the middle of the floods. Oh, no. So it was a chaotic time to be in media, but honestly a highlight for yeah. me. And that was obviously the buzz that you were craving mm, as well. And I that. missed it. Yeah. And I like continued to take some time off work and this, I, I knew that I wanted to get back into it, but I was looking at different avenues and I thought to myself, I was like, what's an industry that's kind of up and coming, kind of booming? And I was like, the tech industry. (laughs) So here's me knowing absolutely nothing about tech. I decided to apply to a Startmate tech course, like a founder's course. Um, And I applied and I got in. I don't even know what that is, Startmate. So it's basically like a startup um, for the The tech industry. Yeah. But like the tech industry, the tech space. So um, think of Canva. Yep. Basically, they would probably start it in something similar. Um, So I jumped into this course and I had to come to this networking event in Sydney. And I was still living in Brisbane at the time. So I flew to Sydney and I was talking to this girl there and I was telling her like what my background is being in media and I said like I kind of wouldn't mind like trialing the like the whole text the tech space yeah and she's like do you live here yet and I was like no I don't and she's like you should have a chat to my um my partner jock and I was like oh okay got chatting to this guy named jock and um (laughs) basically we got along really well and um he sort of told me he's like oh I have a media company here in Sydney um I would love to start studios but Obviously, a bit of a pipeline dream at the moment, as to quote Jock. And he said, oh, but look, if you end up moving here and you need some contract work, reach out to me. And I didn't. Didn't reach out to him. I got to Sydney and I was like, oh, look, I'm going to see how this goes. I'm going to do this course. I'm only going to be here for six weeks. I probably don't need the work anyway. So I didn't bother reaching out to him. It was only a short-term course. It was only a a short course. And I was like, I didn't think I'd like Sydney either. And I didn't think I'd really stay. 
day seven of me being in Sydney, I get this random LinkedIn message from Jock. Oh, wow. <laughs> being like, hey, did you end up moving to Sydney? And about coincidence. I, yeah. And I said to him, I was like, oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm in Sydney. He had just been over to America to oh, wow. suss out the, the tech side of the podcasting oh, wow. scene over there. So basically he said to me, he's like, oh, look, if you're looking for some contract work, I probably have some coming up. Do you want to meet for coffee? And I was like, sure. Great. Met for coffee and that's sort of where it all started. Oh, wow. The first gig that I had in Sydney with Jock was for Sydney Fashion Week. So starting on a high, oh my God, <laughs> starting amazing. on a high, that was very, very cool. Amazing. And then it's all been a blur since then. Yep. And now we're sitting in studios that we built. <laughs> Incredible. And yeah. the studios are absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, they, honestly, well done to you and Jock because yeah. I've had a tour around the studios <laughs> and it is sensational. They, I can only really take like the credit for how they look um really how they work i have no idea this is the first time i'm <laughs> using a shaw sm7b joe rogan microphone and i'm very excited yeah expensive microphones yeah, yes, yeah, not cheap <laughs> not cheap <laughs> nothing um, can hear is that's what i'm discovering absolutely but it's really cool but what, what was drawing you to podcasting like something you know you, you went back to tv but then i tried to yeah podcasting was still niggling at you what was it about podcasting i just had an inkling that yep it was going to grow quickly. Just after being in America and talking to podcasting companies over there, this was, so I went over to America probably this time last year and they sort of said to me, um, it's, it's only started to boom for them in the last four years. And in the way that I think of Australia and America, we're probably about three or four years behind. So we're right in the boom now. I think there's some great stats around at the moment that say, there is thousands of podcast episodes being produced every single day. Definitely. We in Australia consume the most. We beat America yep. in terms of consumption. Yep. So this industry is growing. Yep. There's not a hell of a lot of companies producing podcasts here in Australia. Okay. So there's definitely room for growth. And I think it's going to continue to grow the way that social media is growing. It's all about a personal brand yep. as well, so which podcasting is great for. Absolutely. Um, we live in such a, I guess, a fast-paced environment with content. It's evolving constantly. Yep. So having something that can keep up to it, up with what's going on, is what we needed. And there's also, like, the issue with not having good spaces in Sydney. That was yep. why Jock wanted to do this. He's like, yep. there's no good spaces. You've either got something that you pay like average still expensive for like general people that's kind of crappy and doesn't have the facilities that are basically no cameras no nothing a dry hire yeah or you pay top end of the scale which is like eight or nine thousand dollars a day for an empty shelf but it's soundproof yeah that's right so there was nothing in between so that's where we're coming into the market here and being that better option love it and we're still cheap, so it's, it's crazy. You guys are very, very well priced. Yeah. And I'm going to get into that right now, but I think I agree with you that like, podcasting is amazing for two reasons. Mm. Podcasting is an amazing tool for general marketing mm-hmm. and brand awareness, but podcasting is an incredible tool that is very often overlooked mm. for content creation. Yes, absolutely. And people don't realise that if they have, they're struggling, we're all struggling for content these days because yes. we're all working so heavily on social media and mm-hmm. so many platforms and we need fresh content all the time. If you just run a great podcast strategy, it gives you so much content to chop up and leverage mm-hmm. for the next six months. Exactly. And 
it's also one of these things like we all know we're getting to the point now yeah. where our attention span isn't great. Yeah. You've got three seconds to capture an audience. Yeah. We consume so much yeah. and if you can't... Shiny object syndrome. Like our yeah. attention is like that quick. And you can see it in content and it's so funny. Like I started playing around with TikTok. I feel like a grandma on TikTok. <laughs> I feel like I'm too old to if be you there. feel like a grandma, what do I feel like? <laughs> um, but I started to play around in it and yeah. it's so interesting to see what content works better. Yeah. And... The content, even the content that I put on my own LinkedIn, the ones that get the better reach is of me talking. Yep, go figure. Yeah, and I was like, you actually think I'm interesting? Yep. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is fascinating, great. So true, like I agree. Like all my podcast content does better than anything else I do, mm-hmm. particularly when I have a guest because maybe I don't look as good as you. <laughs> but it's always nice to have a fresh perspective, mm. someone that comes with a different insight mm. and people want to learn, you know, people yep. are on social media and all these platforms for information, for education. Exactly. And I they feel like learn. this is, this is such a great platform for that too. Yep. It's not only great to, it, it, you're building an audience based on, it's such an intimate experience podcasting yep. too. Yep. So like you're literally in someone's ear yep. talking to them yeah. every day. Yeah. Like I personally have never used Vital Greens, but most people would know where Vital Greens came from. Yep. And it's Joe Rogan. Yep. Joe Rogan's podcast. That's right. And it's just crazy <laughs> the strength behind it. I think advertising is also like another end of the spectrum when it comes Definitely. to podcasting. And you have to you have to do your do, do the work to get there. You know, no one's yes. going to give you ridiculous amounts of money no. in sponsorship and advertising if you've done ten episodes. But if you're a business, though, getting your brand on a podcast or getting your product on a podcast Definitely. is. I honestly, obviously worked in digital marketing and I've seen the strength of Facebook and Google ads and like, we all know it's expensive and sometimes it doesn't work. More often than not, it doesn't work. Podcasting, however, the stats that have come back on that, it's, it's ridiculous. It's incredible. It's, it's something to do with the neuroscience behind it. Like you are hearing and you're seeing, and you're obviously building trust with the consumer. I know there's a few podcasts that I listen to and whatever the guest says about a product that they like, I can't buy it because yeah. I trust them. They're yeah. like my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Something about, I think, that um, intimacy when mm-hmm. they're right there in your mm-hmm. ear. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they just, it touches a certain part of you That's and it. you believe it. You trust them. Yeah. I and I, I was listening to something the other day where someone was saying, people don't like to be bored anymore. Yeah. They like to constantly be listening to things. And yeah. you know what? That is so, so true because... True. I will, if I'm walking anywhere, I'm always listening to a podcast or I'm listening to music. I'm listening to something, um, which is odd considering we work in the podcasting industry. I'm wondering how long it's going to take for me to get sick of listening to podcasts. Like whether like my downtime will not be that because I'm already starting to find that I kind of don't feel like I can chill out anymore listening to them. It's it's true. It's like radio. I never listened to radio when I was working in it. It's odd. Absolutely. It's like we we get used to living at this pace and we need Mm -hmm. to maintain the pace. Mm -hmm. So as soon That's as I have five minutes of silence, I'll say, all right, is there a podcast episode that I haven't heard? Mm-hmm. Let me jump on my audio book and continue that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always looking for something to just have even in the background. That's it. Because we can't take silence. We're not used to it anymore. Yeah. Who, who, li- who likes the like inner voice in their head? That's no right. one. <laughs> Unless you start meditating. But uh, yeah. So true. Amazing. So you've developed this beautiful studio mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You've got two awesome, very different studio rooms with total automated audio and video Mm -hmm. tell us more about how this all came about probably should explain that so basically there's three cameras in here there's three angles um and essentially whilst we're talking they are automatically 
switching between the two. Amazing. So right now when I'm talking, this camera in front of me is switched at the moment. Yep. When you start talking, it switches it over. To me. Amazing. And then it's also smart enough to know if we're both like, maybe we're having a heated argument. Yep. <laughs> it's smart enough to know that and we'll actually come out to a wide shot and get both of us into oh, it. So cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And yeah. obviously all the mics are And the levels, out. you know, if I'm talking a bit softer than you, it's mm-hmm. going to level me up and all and this like, kind of stuff. All of this can change. Yep. So all the backgrounds can change or the colors can change. Awesome. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you walk out of here with a file or do mm-hmm. you, how is it? Do you download so it from a web page? Completely up or? to you. We can right. give it to you on a USB if you're old school or okay. we can upload <laughs> it to a cloud. Depends what you want. Um, but basically you walk out with a somewhat pretty much edited podcast okay. unless you stuff up really badly in between and yep. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be a little bit of editing depending on always how much a little bit. you want to you We're know, not do. there yet, but like I think AI might pick yeah. up quickly and we might get there. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like even now there's all these tools that even edit out ums and ahs. Yeah. I reckon that you could probably just plug that in here and, some, and it just does it for you Absolutely. while it's live. That's it. I'm not surprised. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, these studios are easy to use. Awesome. Sit down. And so it's called The Media Joint. The Media Joint. Everybody wants to check that out. Mm. The Media Joint in Alexandria, Sydney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can people book it? Is it an hour? Is it a day? How does it work? Up to you. Usually our standard booking is 90 minutes. Okay. Um, if you want to go all day, go for it. Good luck to you. <laughs> but yeah, 90 minutes is a standard booking for in the studios here. And obviously, Jock and myself are here to help produce, be on deck and hold your hand through the process. So. Love it. Love hmm. So what would you say for content creators these days, mm-hmm. being that you've come from the media industry in a more traditional sense, mm-hmm. and now you're in this new high-tech world of podcasting mm-hmm. media, what? how should people, if they're interested in getting into this industry, what should they be considering what should they be thinking about to build a strategy that's going to work? I think you have to know your audience, mm-hmm. which is easier said than done. We work with people here at the media joint to help them find their audience because that is going to be the difference between a successful podcast and a non-successful podcast. So uh, that would probably be my first tip. Yep. Just getting from, getting good at telling stories mm-hmm. is also another thing that yep. will definitely help. I'm a story arcs. Are not underrated. Definitely. Learn a little bit about that. Story, so that's story art. Story arcs. A story arcs. So like you have your start, your uh-huh. middle, and your end, but gotcha. then you know where the where the peak is and where yep. maybe the timing of voice changes. Beautiful. So yep. yeah, I love it. I always yeah. can, it's it's almost like any type of creative content. It has to have a strong beginning. It has to have meat and potatoes mm-hmm. in the middle, and it has to have a nice finish. That's it. That's and that's it. the same with music. It's the same with writing a blog it's the same mm-hmm. with the post it's the same with a podcast episode mm-hmm. it's all the same mm-hmm. so i think that's if you it. follow that journey um that get really powerful that's it that's it. it and what about in terms of you know preparation mm-hmm. do people need to practice a little bit before they come and use the studio what do you think i think to be honest your first podcast is going to suck <laughs> It's the harsh reality I agree of with it. that <laughs> it's going to suck I agree. um so i think just knowing that and yeah. not not being too worried about that yeah um i think anything it's a journey, it's, it's a journey. like you're on fun, exactly. you're on Don't 214 i'm sure your first one was oh, it was terrible it was, it was probably about five minutes long <laughs> <laughs> i ran out of questions <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah but definitely it's a journey you know, it five, is, yeah for sure for sure that's it um and what about you guys are you guys going to put a podcast together um i don't know jock are we going to put a podcast together yes I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard doing it for yourself. Yeah, I've actually, you have plenty of things. Just bring on some great guests and... Talk to them. Up and running. 
I think, to be honest, um, Jock's dad jokes could be a whole podcast series in itself. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> we'll have to invite him along for that. Yeah, definitely. Love He'll, it. yeah. Awesome. I don't know. Half them go over my head. I don't know what he's talking about <laughs> most of the time. I just, I just nod. <laughs> and so now, do you miss breakfast radio after so many years? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't miss getting up at 3 a.m. Yeah, Look, you value your sleep. I, I value my sleep in. Yeah. I do enjoy it. Yeah. I, not really, no. I don't miss it. Yeah. Like, I'm thankful and grateful for what happened to me in that industry. It definitely built me a really strong backbone. It taught me a lot and grateful for the people I got to work with. But this is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to run businesses. I like being sort of in the forefront of business as well. Yeah. Everything we're doing here is new. It's no one else new. is doing this it. Is very high tech. I mean, very, very, very like yeah. no one's doing this, no. which that excites me. Yeah. It's very, very cost effective as well. Yes, must add. must add that bit. Very cost effective. It's not, if you're thinking it's going to cost you an arm and a leg, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Cheaper so. than hiring one of these cameras. Yeah. And <laughs> if people are just general content creators that just want a place to... Mm film their stuff and then chop it up later, mm-hmm. they could book you book this out for two or three That's hours. It. That's it. Come in yeah. here, talk to the camera, mm-hmm. and then walk out with all their stuff recorded and audio leveled and I mean it's a no brainer for me. I feel like podcasting is really just scraping the surface Absolutely. of what you can do in these studios. Yeah. Like they are production studios. Yeah. So you can produce whatever you want yeah. in them essentially. These are content creation studios. Pretty much. For yeah. Any type of content. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Beautiful. And you guys also minus, have some... Minus maybe one that I can think of off the top of my head, but we won't go okay. into that. <laughs> but you can also do photos here as well. You've got... So we've got the two podcasting studios, well, podcasting, and then we've got a photo studio. Right. And then at the front, we've also got, it's currently an event space, but nice. it will end up being a videography space with like a cyclorama in it too. So, wow. which will be automated with all that sort of techie stuff too. Love it. Making me very jealous. <laughs> I want to come here and do all my episodes from this beautiful couch. Yes, great. I'm very, very jealous. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk mm. about is we have just put together a fantastic meetup group. Mm. Yes. So if yeah. anybody is interested, we're putting together a fantastic online meetup group. Where mm-hmm. We're going to be talking all about ins and outs of podcasting, studios, mm-hmm. um, strategy. So feel free to join mm-hmm. us on that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, here at the Media Joint, we are emphasizing the whole community side of things that's something we really want to create here is create a creative hub for creatives so um, anything we can do to help support other creatives we're all for it so and so katie what do you think you've learned over the years i'm going to take you back Mm -hmm. all these these, throughout this whole journey of you know startups as well Mm -hmm. what have you learned that you're going to bring into your into this current industry Uh, this current startup don't be scared about failing. Mm-hmm. Fail often. Yep. Fall on your face often. I can honestly count multiple times where I've fallen on my face in yep. the past, even just two years. Yeah, me too. Um, but get up quickly. Yep. That's probably in, when I first started, that's probably what kind of held me back was I didn't get up quick enough. Yeah, you've got to be resilient. You've got to be resilient. So yep. fail and then get back up and try yep. again. Almost, you almost have to expect it. Yeah. Like if you're, I try not to expect failing daily, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> like if you're starting something new and you're, you know, you're putting yourself out there, you almost have to expect little small failures. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about big failures, but yeah. even small little hiccups and mm-hmm. failures along the way. It's, it's part of the journey. Yeah, that's it. It's also perspective as well. Like yeah. no one's actually seeing your, you fail. It's that's just right. you. That's it's right. just your ego. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and we're also we're the most critical about ourselves. We are. Like yeah. 
I would be thinking, oh my God, you know, the, the way they've conducted this interview, the yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, and other people would be watching it saying, wow, that was fantastic. Yeah. So you really have to be less critical of yourself. That's and just it. Just put the content out there to the world. That's it. Because there's always an incredible community that it's going to land on and mm-hmm. it's going to resonate with. That's exactly it. And they will become your community and your tribe. That's it. And, That's you know, it. It builds it's over even, time. It's even hard for me to jump in front of a camera and yep. to record a podcast. Yeah. I'm not used to it. I've always been a producer. I've been behind the scenes. I'm never in front of the camera or in front of a mic. That's rare. So even for me to do this, this is uncomfortable and it's it's weird. You look very relaxed. Um. (laughs) Good actor. (laughs) But really amazing to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, If people want to find out more about The Media Joint, how do they do that? The Media Joint Instagram, The Media Joint website. The media joint TikTok, the yeah. media joint LinkedIn. Love it. So the media joint is everywhere. The media joint is everywhere. Yeah, got lots of reels, or, lots or of Or contact videos. myself or Jock will happily help. So Beautiful. if they want yeah. to come and have a bit of a tour, they can. Yeah, absolutely. We awesome. love showing people through. Awesome. It's nice. I'm going to give a little plug for you because I think this place would also be amazing if people want to do a live stream oh, yeah, absolutely. to any particular mm-hmm. group or mm-hmm. Whatever, whether it be a LinkedIn mm-hmm. live stream, whether mm-hmm. it be a physical live stream mm-hmm. to another state. It's probably worth mentioning awesome. uh, we do all the AV and tech for offsite stuff too. Uh, so yeah. this is a very small part of the business. The media join is huge. We yep. do lots. Live streaming, yep. AV and tech, live events. So when it comes to tech. Podcasting. <laughs> That's it. That's yep. it. Well done. Awesome. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Katie, thank you so much for <laughs> doing this. Thank you for having me. Letting me come into these amazing studios. I'm not going to leave now. <laughs> Anything you'd like to leave us with as last words? Last words? Uh, book the studios. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. Book the studios. No, awesome, everybody. Like, it's an amazing studio space, amazing content creation potential. And these guys really know their stuff. So check it out. TheMediaJoint.com.au. That's it. It's an amazing place and highly recommended. Thank you. Katie, thank you so much. Jock, big thank you from behind the scenes there. No worries. (laughs) And uh, we'll see everybody soon for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. If you would like to join me as a guest on the show, I would be delighted to collaborate feel free to buzz me on 0414-659-800 or email me on darren at suspendedanimation.com.au. I'm always on the lookout for great guests who can share their stories and expertise with my community. Also, if you have been thinking about putting your own podcast together and not sure where to begin, look no further. I run a really simple three-part podcasting course, one-on-one with me, where I walk you through the entire podcasting journey. You will end up with a fantastic new podcast to start sharing right away. Feel free to get in touch to discuss further. But for now, though, have a fantastic day and I'll see you next time.